you for being here with me. I hope everything is going your way. I'm Jackie Gibbons, and I focus on the heart of real estate, all things warm and fuzzy about home and real estate. I think it's safe to say that for the most part, our homes reflect who we are. We decorate in colors that we like. We fill our homes full of things that we love, things that are special to us. Um, you want to make it, you want to make your home a place where you're happy to come home to, where you feel comfortable. Just like, for instance, if you were to go to my home, you'd walk in the front door and you'd see that, you know, I've got a lot of house plants and I decorate in earth colors. I've got a lot of art, you know, and, and a few collectibles here and there. And, you know, my decorating motif is, you know, kind of centered around things from nature, you know, flowers and leaves and things like that. I've also got a lot of family photos and, of course, my tropical fish and my piano. So you'd probably be able to tell that, you know, she like she's a nature girl. OK, she likes her art, you know, and she likes nature, all of that stuff. But that, that's definitely who I am, you know, like a big part of who I am. You, know, you And I like all of those things. I like to have those things around me, those colors. They make me happy. You know, you know, I would not be happy. You know, I like cars. Okay, let's just say that. I do like cars, but I certainly don't want to put my, put a car or a statue or prints of cars, uh, you know, like art prints, framed prints of cars on my walls. I mean, that's fine for somebody else, like my brother, my nephew, but that certainly is not going to make me happy, you know, to have that around in my home. And it's, you know, and it can be difficult if you live with somebody and, you know, they like different things from you. So like they go shopping and they come back and they're all excited. They found something and they want to show it to you. They say, oh my gosh, look at what I just got for the home. I can't wait, you know, to show it to you. And then they plunk it down right on the table in front of you and they say, where should we put it? <laughs> and you look at it and you go, oh, no. <laughs> and you say, no, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, and you immediately kind of want to leave the room you know, because that is just not, you know, that's just doesn't suit you. You don't like it. It doesn't make you happy. You're uncomfortable with it. And I'm sure that that's not what their intention was. Their intention was not to kind of like get you out of the room, but it kind of has that same effect because when you look at it, you know, you don't like it. What you're really saying is like, that's just not me. Okay. You're, you're not saying, Hey, I don't, this, it's, this doesn't, doesn't suit me. So fortunately for the most part, you know, people do like to, um, you know, when they're decorating, you, it's, uh, it's not always easy to find common ground, but you know, for the most part, people do that. For instance, like my, one of my best friends, Terry, um, she's a very social open, happy lady. And her home reflects that. Because when I go over to her home, you know, I walk in and it's almost like I'm getting a great big hug. <laughs> you know, her house, you know, before I even go inside, you know, the home is getting, giving me a great big hug. Because um, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's an open floor plan. And the living room and the dining room, the family room and the kitchen, they're all open to each other. So no matter where you are in this living space, you know, you're seeing somebody else who's over here. You know, you can communicate. There's a great flow to the place. She's filled it full of 
comfortable seating, a lot of big fluffy pillows, you know, uh, nice, neutral, relaxing colors. She's got a beautiful dining table and she does her projects there. And it's a very inviting di dining table. It you make, makes you want to sit, you know, sit right down and sit a while. Same thing in the kitchen. You walk into the kitchen, a lot of seating there and, and a very big island where there's almost always something to eat or drink sitting on the island, just ready for you when you come over. Um, makes you want to, like I said, sit down and talk and visit and stay a while. She's got the music right there, the TVs there, anything you want to kind of make you stay and make you feel welcome when you over when you're over at her place. And to, and to just to, and her, her, and it doesn't stop there. Um, the whole, her whole home is open to this big back, um, covered patio where there's even more seating, a spa, a barbecue, everything that it takes so that when there's anything it takes to, um, to, for, to make us a, a gathering a success and to make you feel like you want to stay and that you want to come again, you know, and, and, and cause that's her. She wants you to come over. She wants you to stay. You know, she wants you to enjoy yourself and to be happy. That's she's a giver like that. Now, her husband, he's a cool guy, too. However, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, he's not exactly, you know, like her where he, he, he enjoys company, enjoys fun. But when the girls come over, you know, he begins to get uncomfortable. Now, I'm not I'm sure that that's not what Terry is trying to do, you know, to make her husband feel uncomfortable. But what but it's a great thing because he does have his own place in the home where he has all of his he's got his TVs, his collectibles. It's a big room. It's a very big man cave where he, and he can listen to his TV, his music, his do his projects and have his all of his collectibles around. He can do all that like in this one big space. It's almost like um, it, you know, it's almost like when you're a teenager and you have your room. And that's your room. Like you go in there and you got your bed and your uh, chest of drawers. Maybe you have a TV in there. Maybe you don't like when you're a kid, but maybe you have some music. You've got your posters on the wall. You got your games, your toys, your collectibles. You got who knows what else you have, like all plastered on the walls or shelves in your room. And it's not a big space that all this is crammed in there. But as a kid, you enjoyed going in there and, you know, as a teenager, you enjoyed going in there um, and like I said, closing the door behind you and this, this is your place. Nobody comes in. This is me. I'm happy when I'm in here. And that's probably why a lot of kids will, teenagers will do that because, you know, the rest of the home, you know, it's not them. It's family and all that, all that is good. You know, they like going to the kitchen and getting something to eat, but in their leisure time, they prefer to like escape, just like Terry's husband does, to escape to their private sanctuary. Um, and when that kid finally, you know, grows up and he moves out and has his first, you know, his or her first place, it can be very liberating because they've got their own place and the whole home now can be theirs. And, you know, they can write their own rules and express themselves to their heart's content, you know, with the colors and the decorating, whatever they want to fill in their home. Yeah, Cause nobody wants to feel uncomfortable like in their own home. Um, and I know that when, um, when I was a, a teenager in the seventies, um, 
and my dad, my dad and my mom were set, were divorced and my dad remarried and he, um, and he, he and his uh, wife, my stepmom, they had this wonderful home in Malibu and, and it was, uh, it had a, had an ocean view and it was a nice home and they always made us feel welcome. Me and my little brother and sister, we'd go over there and we'd feel welcome. There was always books, um, music. We could have, they'd always something for us to do when we were there. But we wouldn't always feel comfortable, you know, um, not because you know, not because it wasn't a nice place or anything like that, but it was because it wasn't really us. Now, because the because my stepmom, what she had done is she had decorated the whole home in white. Now I get it, you know, white is a nice, it's a very elegant look. It, it is very, it's got a great feel to it, very relaxing, very peaceful. But as a teenager, you're just not comfortable. Especially as a teenager, you're not comfortable, or as a kid, um, because the carpets were white, the walls were white, the furniture was white, the kitchen, the bathrooms, all of the sheets and the bedding, everything was white. She did have some nice art on the walls, but there wasn't a lot of it. So I could appreciate the home and its beauty, but you know what? Just didn't feel comfortable. Um, not all the time. I actually felt more comfortable when I would go out. She had a lovely brick uh, backyard patio, a brick patio out in the yard with a lot of rose bushes and some other shrub, flowering shrubs. And she had the ocean view. Now that's where I felt comfortable. You know, I could breathe and I could, you know, see all the plants because that's who I am. That made me feel comfortable. And when I look back on this, you know, when I look back on it, and I'm sure that she felt totally comfortable in that space um, and because yeah, she was a very clean, tidy. She was a lovely lady um, and, you know, had really nice sensibilities. And it's funny because my dad, he was a mechanic. Okay. And imagine that. So I'm a mechanic and he worked all day on cars and I know that he came home, you know, greasy. And I wonder, how did that work out? What, how did that work out him coming home again? Okay, but he, I know that he also enjoyed all of the white decor. You know, maybe it was a nice getaway, made him feel clean probably um, to, to, to have all the white around him. Cause I know in sub in subsequent homes, he decorated in white. So I know that he liked that. But I also remember when I would go over there, he had this one, I, there was this one chair that was his chair and it stood out kind of like a sore thumb because it was this black Eames chair kind of sitting right in the middle of the, it was almost in the middle of the big living room. Had a good location right next to the patio door where he could get all the breezes and it was next to the stereo so he could hear the music, read the paper and listen to his, uh, you know, listen to the music. Um, so it was uh, uh, so it was a good location, but it was so you know incongruent with everything else, um, almost like that uh, you know the sitcom Frasier and he, Frasier's dad had his one chair. I mean this was a nice chair, but you could tell it this was his one comfort zone right there with that chair. I'm sure that he had other places, but again, in the, I'll never forget how that black chair stuck out with all of that white stuff. Now, you know, maybe your lifestyle calls for you to have a home that's mostly neutral inside, 
you know, and maybe not as personal inside. Who knows? Maybe you entertain and you have a guest over. Maybe that's your lifestyle or maybe you're the type of person who doesn't want to display a lot of personal things um, in your home. Almost like the white, okay, where it was not very personal. It was just kind of mellow and serene and chill. You know, when you went inside, you know, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of homes like that where people have that lifestyle where everything is neutral um, and that works for them. Just like this one friend that I had, his name was Howard. He was an engineer. Him and his wife were actually both engineers and a nice big 2,400 square foot home. Um, and it was all very neutral, had a few personal pictures here and there, but for the most part, it was just nicely done. Um, but you know, not a lot of personal pictures. You couldn't really tell what their style was. Until you went into Howard's garage. <laughs> now, he had a big garage. He had a three-car garage, and there was a big old driveway, and he had a lot of toys, like man toys in the garage, like a lot of cars. He had a motorcycle, and he had a lot of his, um, you know, his uh, paraphernalia <laughs> going on in there, his collectibles, everything on the walls. There were so many projects that he had. There were all these different things going on in his garage, and I enjoyed going in there because that was the real Howard. In that garage, it was because he actually Howard is a kid, even though he's kind of a straight laced guy, you know, he likes to project that with the interior of the home and the fact that he's an engineer. But I'm telling you, to really know Howard, you had to go into his garage and see what he really had in there. You know, and it's and it's funny because I know that when he um when he downsized him, his wife, they sold the bigger home and they downsized, they have still have a nice home. It's about 1,800 square feet. But it's funny because he, now he's got an even bigger garage, okay? So now he can really, he's got more toys. There's more Howard in the garage. He actually almost, I was, he didn't really downsize. I'm telling you, because I know he spent most of his time in the garage. He actually just got a bigger home, okay? <laughs> but he keeps it in the garage. I, I just love telling that story because he's actually a big kid. He's just got a, like a much bigger, uh, it's almost like that's his teenage room. He just got a bigger place to play. I was very lucky to um, meet this other gentleman. He was the manager of a garden center and he was actually like a third or fourth generation of a long line of nursery men. And these, they actually founded and established a national chain of nurseries. So he was officially like a master gardener and I couldn't wait to go and um, see his property because he had hired me to list and sell his home. So I was very excited. You know me, I'm a garden gal. I love plants. I'm a crazy plant lady. So I couldn't wait to see it. And I was not disappointed. His whole garden was full of beautiful flowering plants and beautiful shrubbery and uh, trees that were nicely trimmed and maintained. It all worked together so well. Everything was full and lush and healthy. Everything smelled wonderful. They had the roses and the other flowering shrubs. All this beautiful color worked very well together in harmony. You know, there was just so much going on. I just spent all kinds of time in his garden. I was in heaven. And then you go inside and it, you know, and the garden was inside as well. His living room um, in the seventies, they had had a they had a designer come in and they put in this designer um, floral wallpaper, and the same thing in the bathrooms and the bedrooms. 
So, I mean, that's was is definitely dated, but you could tell it was quality. And in the interior of the home, they had this in the center of the home, they had this interior atrium and it was all bricked in. He had a water feature and he was growing these tall, beautiful, tropical plants in the atrium. And then you go into the kitchen and the kitchen was a really big open kitchen. It had an Eden. It was an Eden kitchen and it had a small family area attached to it where you could put a sofa and watch TV. And it was open to the garden, it had big picture windows. Um, and so there's a lot of light coming in. And he had painted the cabinets like a yellow, like a very sunny yellow. So there was all, that was almost like a big sunroom. And it was a good thing because he had a ton of plants going on in, in that kitchen, you know, Eden kitchen family room area. He had two baker's racks full of plants. He had hanging plants in front of the windows. And on the kitchen countertops, he had all these little vases and jars full of plant cuttings. He was making more plants. It was amazing to me. I mean, I was just, I was ecstatic. I mean, naturally it wasn't going to, you know, we needed to kind of downsize a lot of the plants in order to put it on the market. But wow, this master gardener's home was probably the best example that I've ever seen of somebody's home reflecting exactly who they were. My son and his wife uh, recently moved into a brand new home and they uh, and I'm very excited for them because this is their chance to really express themselves, um, not just individually, but also who they are as a couple. Because the home that they lived in before, it was kind of a hand-me-down home and it was full of hand-me-down things. So, and it was very small and kind of cluttered. Well, now this is a bigger place, all new construction. It's like a clean slate. And they can kind of do whatever they want to do and kind of discover who we are. They, they can discover who they are as a couple and also individually. Because I know that he, she's going to have her place over here. I've already you know, heard them talking about that this is going to be her space. This is going to be his space. But I also know that they're talking back and forth about how do we want to decorate? What do we like? You know, and I just said, you know, just take your time. Take your time figuring it out. This is the fun part. So make it last because it is very exciting to kind of figure out who you are and what makes you happy when you're decorating your home, you're expressing yourself, you're creating your happy place. It's a very exciting time and I just can't wait to see what they come up with. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm Jackie Gibbons with Regency Real Estate Brokers in Mission Viejo. Check out my website at JackieGibbons.com. You all have a wonderful rest of the day and thanks for spending a little time at home with me. Take care and talk soon.